Do you like beer? Do you like podcasts? Do you like beer podcasts? Then check out Crackin' One Open, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every week, we crack open a new craft beer from breweries around the country. And sometimes the world. We'll talk about how it was made, what's in it, the history of the brew, and the brewery. Then we'll give our tasting notes, and while we're finishing up, we'll talk about some of the latest goings-on in the world of pop culture. So check out Crackin' One Open with Mike and Elise, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Welcome, Nerdy Knights, at the Well-Rounded Table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. I'm Colleen, feeling really great right now about my life choices. I'm Anders, and I can confidently say I have never brought a lock of my mother's hair on a date, or anywhere else for that matter. That's good to hear. And I'm Flo, and I try and stay away from parks with heavily macheted people. (laughs) as one should as one should (laughs) while we vary in terms of our ranks here in bgs one thing will always remain constant there's always more to learn from each other and from these train wrecks that we are going to be talking about today yes yes so on bohemian geek studies we always take dives into our favorite fandoms but not everyone always likes the same things so in this episode of our forced fandom series We are forcing each other to engage with content the others haven't seen before. The rules were simple. We each got to pick up to six hours of content that the others had to watch or read or whatever that they hadn't before. And this week, it was Flo's turn to put a spotlight on reality TV with the series 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days. So Flo, (laughs) why did you pick this? Why did you do this to us? I just want to say I did this because I love you and because this is a cornerstone of my life okay so I specifically picked this season with these insane people and these particular six hours although I think Colleen I think you watched more than six hours I don't know it felt like you were constantly um, texting me about it I watched the four you gave me and then I watched the finale because I was like I need to know what happens with these insane people Absolutely. Um, yeah, I picked this because it's an absolute train wreck on your screen and you can't stop watching. And also these people do get, a lot of these people do get further seasons. So if you ever like really did get into it, then you could continue watching the train wreck that is Karini and Paul. Good Lord. I, oh, good I was Lord. like, pray for them. I, I, I'm not religious in any way, shape or form, but I was like, somebody hit your knees right now and pray for them because I mean, they need it. <laughs> They, they really do. Okay, so you two, before we get really started, what, if anything, did you know about this show before this? And do you watch any reality TV like on regular time where I'm not forcing you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I had heard the original show. I didn't know that this one you picked was a spinoff. Yeah. So at first I was like searching for the original show and it's like not streaming anywhere for free. Then I'm like, wait, she said something else about before the 90 days. Luckily I found it and it was free. I never watched the original show or any of the spinoffs, except for like here and there, I caught a clip every once in a while. And now I know why. <laughs> like, oh my God. Because it's too good. <laughs> I just, this is not my kind of reality TV. I prefer like fiction for real, like fantasy, sci-fi, where I'm like, that shit stuff is happening, but at least these poor people aren't real. True. <laughs> but, mm. <laughs> Um, I do like competition shows, especially watching them with my mom. She loves these kind of shows like Dancing with the Stars, Top Chef, 
And I introduced her to The Great British Bake Off, which is my favorite reality TV show. I love those British people waiting for their bread to rise. Yeah, that's, it's so good. Very relaxing. This was like mm. the opposite of relaxing. <laughs> oh, this is like adrenaline inducing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, this was stressful. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd heard, I'd heard of the original 90 Day Fiance. I did not know that it had a spinoff or several spinoffs yeah, as I've lot. come to learn. Um, I, but I didn't really have any actual idea of what it was about. Uh, the last time I really engaged with reality TV was probably like 2003, 2004-ish. Like, heyday of the real world survivors just really picking up steam yeah real Small world dabble a couple years later <laughs> i think i literally think the last i i watched the real world chicago and the real world vegas and those were the last two like complete seasons of reality tv Seattle? that i watched i was gonna say you didn't watch san diego that was my no. fave <laughs> Um, then, you know, a small dabble in Jersey Shore a few years later when it took over all of our consciousness. <laughs> it's just not something I tend to gravitate towards. Um, at some point earlier this year, I did sample Is It Cake on Netflix. <laughs> I did not finish it. Honestly, I didn't either. I thought the hosting on that was so bad. Well, it, was, it was a really weird format. It was. I, the format yeah. of the whole thing was strange. Like I appreciated like the artistry of that one, but it was just like, not a gripping format exactly what you're saying I actually did it like the artistry of it because I realized that it's well I realized that like there's so little actual cake they're just like it's just modeling frosting it's It's all just that's true it's all just modeling fondant and that's or like rice krispie you may as well just you may as well just use clay that's true that's true yeah great point okay are you guys ready to hear way more about 90 day fiance than you ever thought that you would know (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready buckle up (laughs) okay so the original Nine Day Fiance, which is excellent, by the way, I cannot recommend it more highly, is an American reality television series on TLC, aka The Learning Channel. People, this is on The Learning Channel. It's highbrow. Highbrow. <laughs> Uh, And it follows couples who have applied for or received a K-1 visa, which is uniquely available to foreign fiancés of U.S. citizens. So basically the gist is they get engaged and then they have 90 days to marry each other. Mm -hmm. It debuted on January 12th, 2014, and it has run for nine seasons. We are, I think we just finished a season, which was not, it's not great. Actually, I think we're almost done with the season. I don't think we're done yet. It is had. You're talking about that like you're in the middle of filming a season. Like, is there something you want to tell us, Flo? Yes, everybody. <laughs> I have a Nigerian boyfriend. Ooh. I'm bringing him here on a K1 visa. No, but team, it has 18 spinoffs. 18. One eight. 18. In Judaism, high, which means life. And this show gives me life. <laughs> The show was created by producer Matt Sharp, who came up with the idea after watching a news report about Americans going abroad to find love. And honestly, I did not know there were this many apps to find people in foreign no countries kidding. before Me watching either. this show. It's like no Filipino idea. Cupid. Should we make one? What? <laughs> should we make one? Oh my God. Yeah, BGS matchmaking. <laughs> yes. I, we'd have to decide just, which country. But it would just like our entire algorithm would literally just be like flow looking at pictures of people being like, oh, you two look cute together. Match. That's exactly it. <laughs> exactly it. Mm-hmm. So what we watched for this, I'm so sorry, was before the 90 days. Uh, this was season one, right, everybody? Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, really, it's amazing. It was picked number one. Uh, And this one premiered in 2017. It has five seasons of Before the 90 Days. It's about couples whose relationships start online and they're meeting each other for the first time in person. And it is usually, and I think always, the American partner going to the foreign country. Mm -hmm. I can't think of a time where the person came here first, um, like on a tourist visa or anything. Now there are further seasons, like for example, in season two, where somebody who we've already met does come to visit on a tourist visa. So like there is a little bit of that, but it's usually not the first interaction. So for this podcast, I chose four episodes for Anders and Colleen to watch. And I picked (laughs) these episodes because they had maximum Paul Carini content, which is like the biggest train wreck I've ever seen in my whole life. But there's drama going on with every couple. Um, no. But Paul and Carini were. No, wait, is, is it Paul and Carini or is it Sean and Carini? No, no, it's Paul, Paul and Carini and Sean and Abby. Sean and Abby. Oh, that's right. That's right. But I mean, they're all, I mean. They're all train wrecks. Abby had scabies. So. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's all a train wreck. When I saw that, I was like. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely nuts there's so much to talk about here and we are going to go into it but first I want to hear what were you expecting from watching the show and were you surprised by anything you saw the content the characters the scabies whatever it might be I was very surprised by the scabies I was definitely surprised by the scabies but I'll say that like once I just understood the concept of the show it was more or less exactly what I would have expected Mm-hmm. Um, so in that That's sense fair. it wasn't necessarily su- surprising but those individual specific details when Paul just comes out and is like oh by the way uh my ex-girlfriend has a restraining order and I kind of went to jail for arson kind yeah of. that <laughs> was nuts right that was absolutely <laughs> these people are insane yeah like I had yeah, to pause yeah. this several times just to kind of shake. I almost went and took a shower once to get the cringe off of myself. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, fair. Was it after Paul was talking to himself saying, don't go in the water, don't go in the water, don't go in the water? Because I was like, the water. and Karini's like, I hate you. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, like Paul and Karini really kicked it off from like minute one where like Anders mentioned his mom literally pulls hair from her hairbrush and hands it to him, which is the craziest yes. thing I've ever seen. Insane. Absolutely, absolutely bad shit. Colleen insane. texted me about it and was just like, she gave him hair and I thought she was stable, but she is not. She's not. Like she <laughs> she, she had some not. valid points at first. And she then sure I'm like, I'm like, lady, you just gave your grown ass son your hair. Yeah. Your just arson, like your hair. Arson not son. even like in an envelope or in like, I don't know, a locket or something. When or just give him the brush. Yeah, just like, here's my brush <laughs> with my hair. And or like, just don't. Well, yeah, also, that would be I the choice. Don't. She's I his R son. <laughs> I did ask you to, like, what, which is ultimately the bigger red flag. I texted this as I was watching. Um, to get, the, to say, oh, I have a lock of my mother's hair from her hairbrush or to be on the call and your boyfriend just says, oh, guess what I just got? 90 pairs of women's panties yeah I think we need to like do a quick like debrief of who is featured on the show so that people are not just like why are these people talking about hairbrushes yes Flo um go into that and then I'll tell you okay (laughs) so this season featured Paul who is from Tennessee right 
somewhere in the south somewhere in the south like kentucky i think kentucky you're right he's from mason dixon line territory so we've got paul who is the united states citizen he is dating karini who i believe is 21 and from brazil then not just like brazil but like the The tiniest village in the amazon where like paul has to take like three days of boat ride to get there Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was insane um then we've got darcy and jesse Darcy is from Connecticut. She's Andrew's mm-hmm. neighbor, basically. Darcy effectively, I'm pretty sure, lives within like 10 minutes of my brother. Which is amazing. So we're going to hook up Anders and Darcy. Um, Fuck no. It's going to happen. We're going to make it happen. And then we will record it for 90 days. Where are they now? Um, which is another spinoff. And she is dating Jesse, who is a um, like a fitness model slash instructor in Germany, right? no Netherlands where is Amsterdam. he Amsterdam. Amsterdam 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 yeah 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 and then we've got Abby who is from Haiti although she she's spends gorgeous. a lot of time in the Dominican Republic yeah she does with other 60 year old men because she is dating some guy who's nearly 60 his name is Sean and he's in I want to say like Ohio or something I think yeah somewhere around yeah, there somewhere Ohio. like Midwest maybe mm-hmm. Minnesota no <laughs> don't put that Colleen's on Minnesota like, no, we're not we're not claiming him he's a red state guy for real <laughs> this is not, no. so I would say like they're the main three couples there is yeah. another couple Courtney and David right is that his name Courtney and the guy from Spain yeah the, yeah, the guy from Malaga actual name but I think it was I think it was David um but David. they're they're kind of boring he's just like a skis and yeah. she's um, she's fucking nuts yeah She's the most Florida girl I've ever seen She's in my life. She's very Florida. She's <laughs> extremely Florida. I like, here's the thing about Courtney. Like, I think they ditched her up quite a bit because I actually mm-hmm. think like her story was cool. Like she had been traveling the world for like a long time and had been like backpacking by herself. And I'm like, she's actually like a cool chick. It's just, mm-hmm. she put herself like in this situation where this guy was just like such a dick to her. Like, so yeah. just as like a brief recap, she like got there. He did not pick her up in the airport he made her like take a train into the city where he stood her up for like two hours at a park. And then when she was about to leave, he like showed up and he's like, great, I need to go work. So now you get to watch me like judge this pageant for four hours after you've flown for holidays. They also, she shouldn't have gone in the first place. Like they had never actually spoken before. They had only texted. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's correct. And yeah, he's, he's very cringe and he freaks me out but they're not at they're not even like an iota of what we get from the other three couples so god no all right i'm gonna like colleen go into uh what you thought (laughs) as as we have said this show is bonkers absolutely batshit crazy it's exactly what i expected it to be (laughs) though i had no idea how insane the twists and turns we're going to get like holy shit there are some moments here i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me um it's like the producers searched for the craziest online daters that they could find and gave them money to meet each other they're like i think this is going to make great tv you two should meet each other like no please don't do this one of the producers i think we're going to talk about that in a minute with paul and karina was like we got to get out of here this is not not good like i can't believe they sent me here yeah Yeah, it's not safe they should not have gone there um I didn't expect any of the couples to actually get together. Might be because mm. I did watch a lot of the reality TV show Catfish. So Same. that that is what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, they're going to jump out, right? The hosts and be like, oh, you've all been catfished. This is just one big giant catfish. 
I was absolutely um, expecting at least one cat, one couple to yeah. have been catfished. Yes. Which they really weren't, which kind of shocked me. Well, like, they, oh. they really tried to place Courtney and what's his face in like a catfish situation where they were like, is he real? Is he not? Right. Mm-hmm. And Patrick and Miriam, I guess, kind of. Oh, yeah. Of I forgot is. about Patrick yeah. and Miriam. That's because they're like a little bit more normal. <laughs> so for yeah. those of you who have not watched, Patrick is, I think he's also from Kentucky. The DJ. He's like a DJ, right? He's a short yeah. king. Short he's king, a short Patrick. King. He is a short king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes to Paris. Although they call it Paris. It's like really not. She does not live in Paris. And it kind of irks me that they call it Paris. But they end up visiting a lot of Paris um, to meet Miriam. She, spoiler alert, if you were going to watch the boyfriend. season. Has oh. a boyfriend. Did not tell him. Whoop. And uh, it's like kind of fine. I don't know. He like handled it. He did. I thought he did a really good job of being like, wow, this is no. And I'm pretty sure he's married now and has kids. And well, he already had a kid named Italy with Cameo. Yeah, I do love Cameo. I was like, Cameo Cameo, was chill. Cameo was really cool. I could be totally friends with her. That was a very functioning co parenting situation. Yeah, yeah. Generally, I just won't forgive them for naming their child Italy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was rough, but she was so cute. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's short King Patrick. Um, And then his his mom was intense. Yeah. Did you guys watch the tell all at the end? No. no, I just watched the finale. <laughs> okay, so in the tell-all, his mom, like, confronts Miriam, and, like, they fucking go off mm-hmm. at each other and, like, are swearing at each other over, like, video conference. It's pretty nuts. I mean, The tell-alls are always I think the mom totally has the right to yell at this girl who was like, oh, I have a boyfriend, but I'm going to make you come all the way to France. Well, okay, mm-hmm. so I'm sorry to, like, be taking over your, your part of this podcast. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so... I think from what I gathered from the tell-all, and of course, like, and I think we can talk about this later too, like this is reality TV. And so we're only seeing a part of it. And very heavily produced and edited. And edited, right. And like pieced together to make us like kind of think of this as being a linear story, but it's really kind of not. But it sounds like Miriam like really thought she was just friends with Patrick and he thought it was more. Mm. now should she have told him yes a million percent she should have told him hey just like a heads up I have a boyfriend because like Mm -hmm. I figure if somebody is coming to see me from Kentucky to Paris like they probably like me quite a bit and like might be expecting some French vagine but (laughs) like she was just like no like I thought we were just friends until like the week before he came and then like I didn't Mm. really know what to do it was too late it was too late so I don't know I because like Patrick in the tell-all was like you know this was a misunderstanding like my mom should not be yelling at you like this Mm -hmm. so I feel like he he saw too much into it you know okay Mm -hmm. that's fair then yeah that's totally fair I mean I I really wanted to like really like this because I love the budding romance part I love that part I think it's really cute usually but this was just poisonous people being thrown at each other oh yeah and I was like, this is not, <laughs> this is not budding romance. This is budding therapy. This is just terrible. Um, like Anders, the secondhand embarrassment was too much for me. Many times I had to pause and walk away and go get another drink because my God, I think I drank an entire bottle of wine while watching these episodes, Amazing. which is like, it's four glasses folks. So let's not get too crazy. But like, still, one glass You get four episode. glasses out of a bottle? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean- that's technically what it is. <laughs> it depends on how big your pour and your glass is, but technically it's a 
I have a heavy pour. <laughs> so yeah, that's 90 day fiance before the 90 day. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, I cannot. Um, Flo, do you want to take us into our next section? Um, yes, I do. Um, okay, so our next section, we're going to dig a little bit deeper on the amazing artistry that we saw. So the first thing I want to ask is who was your favorite couple of the season? Who's your winner? Who gets crowned king of the fools? <laughs> this, my criteria for this was very skewed because I was like, favorite out there um the hottest mess are paul and karine yeah so mm -hmm. i guess that would be like entertainment wise they would definitely be number one um and the ones who i thought might have a chance before of course i finished the show were patrick and miriam it's like they both seem like stable people this should totally. be fine yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i kind of just gotta agree with colleen this one i mean I, I can't actually pick a favorite couple because I did not actually enjoy any of these people. Like they are, I think that they are all at the very least portrayed as terrible yeah. people. No, no, uh, they are terrible people. I, <laughs> I actually liked Abby. I was like, girl, you're oh, too pretty. Girl. You're too pretty for these two ew gross guys. I think she was only trying to get out of Haiti. Like for real, that's what she wanted was to get out of Haiti, which so I felt I mean, for her. We see a lot of that on this show, obviously. Yeah. Um, and she's 20 also. Like, she's young, so yeah. she's going to be- She was only a year older than his daughter. Yeah. No, she's she's smart because she's, you know, doing what's best for her. And she's, like, trying to, like, run this little business where she's reselling clothes that these, like, disgusting old white men bring to her yeah. in Haiti. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel for her at the same time. Like, she's skeezy. Like, she's gross. But, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. I, I Get yours. Still I refuse, I still, I refuse to believe that Sean has never had like a hostage left in his basement before. <laughs> that dude is a creep. His like eye contact is extremely creepy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree. And then the other guy that she's fucking Chris or whatever his name is. Like, oh yeah. He's just disgusting. Like really I feel gross. like he'd be into some like really kinky shit with like very underaged girls. He like really yeah. freaked me out. Yeah. Yeah. They were. And gave her scabies. And gave, and gave her scabies. Her scabies. Did, yeah. I made you guys watch the like episode where they confront each other, right? Or yeah. Yes. Okay. Where it, he, it was teased so much, so I much, so much. I was like, and, oh, this is gonna be yeah. bad. Yeah. But Chris like, was kind of like, he was like, though, I'm done, though, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, except for like the part where he's talking to her in the car and he's like, when can we talk without microphones? Yeah. And I was like, you are Ew. the creepiest human I've ever seen in my whole Ew. life. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. But I mean, I got to I got to shout out Darcy and Darcy and Jesse. It's just being a train wreck. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Darcy. So spoiler, Darcy and Jesse do not end up together, yeah. um, but they do get a second season together where Jesse comes to the States. And then Darcy is on seasons three and four with a different guy named Tom in England um and she remains like same crazy ass Darcy and then Darcy and Stacy her twin sister actually got a spin-off show I saw that yeah I saw that they got their own show absolutely insane Darcy is ridiculous Darcy is legend respect to queen <laughs> <laughs> I mean the part where she got her Louboutin stuck in the escalator thing I died I died that was just airport girl you're trying too hard <laughs> much too hard. too hard 
but then plastic he, surgery is too hard like, when he was like you can never drink again yeah otherwise he's also I'm really really he creepy. was really yeah he was he's a lot but she 100 percent. and like as somebody who has alcoholism in her family like she a hundred percent has a drinking problem yeah definitely yeah and like he's not handling it correctly for yeah. sure but like i think like what we didn't see was like pretty bad yeah probably yeah i think it was bad because she has similar they show a lot more of her drinking in seasons three and four mm. and it's like a hysterical lot. sobbing and like Ooh. there's like one part where she like kicked this guy in the head accidentally and like his nose started bleeding like she's like falling into bushes like she's she's a mess mm. so i mean and that's yeah. not that's not okay that's a messy yeah, drunk no. don't yeah no that's yeah, not what no. we want a messy no. crying drunk that could be one of the worst ones. too much oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah the only person who seemed like he was actually a decent person was patrick yeah. on the episodes that I saw he seemed like such a good dad yeah, yeah. oh for sure yeah yeah like he adored his kid yes real. and that him and sweet. his friends were hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah. when they were like doing the recording studio part I'm like I want to hang out with Patrick and his friends because they, yeah, they were really cool, cool. <laughs> they were cool and his friends were like dog don't go like don't go <laughs> all of the friends and relatives <laughs> pretty much were on the same page like don't do this yeah, this is not a smart idea. No, just not. Despite the hair from the brush that she was right to say, no, you should not go. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Oh, he had so much shit too. He had so I mean, much crap. I think we need to like devote an entire segment to just Paul and Karini. So I'll, I'll go into it right now because they are my yeah. favorite couple mm-hmm. um, of any season. I lovingly refer to Paul as Machete Man. Um, so if you ever hear me refer to somebody as Machete Man, it is Paul. Um, I have never experienced a human being like Paul. No, I I have. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. So I I have not red flags. <laughs> I have not experienced anyone like Paul. I don't think. But Colleen, you open this all up by saying you feel better. You feel pretty good about your life choices. Yeah. I felt insanely good about my life choices when Paul said that he was 34, which is the same age I am. Yeah. And I'm like, and I am not like that. I'm doing fine. I am doing great. <laughs> I have not committed arson against my own home. None yeah. of my exes have restraining orders against me. Thank you very much. In which I say things like, I've had really bad experiences with dating in the past. Like, oh my God. But like, even if we completely ignore that episode, like even if we take out the arson bit, the girls who have quote unquote like cheated on him who knows what actually happened who knows like pregnancy scares whatever even if we just take paul for paul separate of karini he is a crazy person so like andrews was just saying the man brought like what four three four huge like military lockers yeah to brazil where he was staying for what three weeks maybe i think three weeks yeah because he was six weeks which was insane and in these, like, he packed things for Karini, like stuffed animals and like random candy, which we have to talk about the fact they can't even talk to each other because the man did not learn Portuguese, mm-hmm. which was nuts. Yeah. Um, but he also packed like tons of medical supplies and like tents and he like dressed in 
the most disgusting clothes I've ever seen in my life. There's one scene where I don't know. I think I made you guys watch this episode, but he and Karini go swimming in the Amazon. Did you guys watch this one? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I could only pick six hours. So I couldn't, you know, you, I was actually it. surprised. I'm pretty sure if you add it all up, you only hit, you only hit like three or four. Well, I was trying to like, keep it easy breezy for y'all. Okay. So I'm going to divulge right now to my co-hosts what happens during the scene. So on like their second day, Karini takes Paul to like, hang out at like a swimming spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Paul is a huge germaphobe, like very freaked out, real. extremely yeah. hypochondriac. So she's like in a bikini. She's looking fine as fuck because she's this very girl pretty. is hot. She's yes. super cute. I mean, she gets uglier like throughout the season and she gets <laughs> uglier in later seasons. But when he first meets her, like she really like there was an effort made for sure. So anyway, she's like in this bikini. She like jumps off the pier, like into the Amazon, which is like muddy looking. Yeah. Fucking Paul. It's a river. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Paul like changes in the bathroom, right? And comes out of this shady ass Amazon bathroom wearing basically like a hazmat suit. And not only that, but he like actively is talking about how he put on a condom so that like these crazy water fish that like are attracted oh, by your that. urine. The urethra fish. The urethra yeah. fish would not swim up his urethra. So the man is wearing a condom and then wearing a, well, and I'm assuming other clothes underneath because he ends up like taking off some of the stuff because he gets waterlogged. Yeah. And then he ends up with just like this life jacket that's like floating up by his eyeballs because it's like not even like tied on properly. <laughs> and he's like wearing socks. Like he's a crazy person. Like this hot chick is in a bikini and he's, looking like a fucking idiot in a full hazmat suit a team I, i'm gonna send you guys a picture because you have to see this <laughs> the craziest thing i've ever seen so anyways paul and carini definitely my top choice we do get a lot more seasons of paul and carini spoiler mm-hmm. for anybody who would just like to be surprised just like skip ahead like 30 seconds paul and carini end up having two children together mm-hmm. um I cheated and I read up yeah. about it. Well, I was so like, the, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> before we started watching this, actually, TikToks came out because Paul was suspected to have kidnapped his children. Mm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a whole thing. And like, they're in a big custody battle. They are getting a divorce right now. Um, so it's, it's a whole, whole thing. So Paul and Karini win. Top dog for me. Jesse's disgusting. Darcy is preposterous. Um the other ones are just, they're whatever. They're run of the I did like, similar to, we liked Patrick says, I kind of liked Jesse's friends when they had like their little side moments with the camera and they're like, oh, these are all the ways that this is definitely going to go wrong. Yeah. Jesse's yeah. friends were fine, but can we talk about his stepdad? Oh, weird. Oh, so weird. weird. Oh, God. So weird. And honestly, like it was really, really rude. rude. Really rude. rude for him to be like, Jesse can do way better than you, Darcy. And like your old yeah. shit. So yeah. like, not okay. Not okay. No. Because his mom seemed cool. Yeah, his mom was chill. I mean, and then she was drinking with Darcy, so. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, the stepdad <laughs> was absolutely nuts. Yeah. I mean, just cool. Kind of a cool looking house. I did kind of like the. Yeah. I would like it was to visit. Unique. I would like to visit that and not spend too much time there, but I mean, be fun like to see. On a guided tour, but like, I don't want to have dinner there. No, I don't want that guy telling me that I'm ugly. Yeah. <laughs> 
a guy who has no right to tell anybody. <laughs> Truly, like he's not a looker. Yeah. He is yeah. not a looker. Like and he's just guy. like he was just like, yeah, girls are just throwing their panties at Jesse in the streets. Like you do yeah. not like that's an inside thought. You don't need to be saying that to his yeah. girlfriend. Like that's exactly. not necessary. And even All Jesse right. looked embarrassed too. Like. Yeah, but oh, he yeah. didn't say anything. Like he should have no. been like, "This is not okay." Like, yeah. right? Like, why are men like just be like, "This is not okay." Stop. Anders, it. why are men? Anders, <laughs> please don't be like this. Do not, do not be a Jesse. Definitely, do not be a Paul. Okay, Go so we've started talking about this, but and I know some of us have cheated, but who do you think sticks it out, gets married, or like, let's just talk about what's happening there? Yeah. None of them. <laughs> I did not intentionally cheat on this, but I did like go on IMDb. Like, I think I was, I was looking at Darcy's thing, but then uh-huh. I, and I saw some pictures, whether it's from a tell-all or whatever. And it was definitely like years later and Jesse's on a video screen. So I'm like, okay, they didn't. Yeah. And, and I saw like on like the, the IMDb like profile pic, it's like Karini in her wedding dress with a baby bump. And I'm just like, so that happens. So, spoiler, Karini and Paul get married in Brazil. She has both babies, I think, in Brazil. And then she she doesn't want to move, right? She she doesn't want to come. She's actually like not doing this for a visa, which is like, why are you doing this? Like, stop it. Like, absolutely do not do this. Um, But she does end up coming to the States. She's in the States right now. Um, But that was not her, her intention. I don't know if Abby ever made it to the States. Poor girl. I think she's married to a British guy. Oh. Is he 75 years old? No, he's younger. Oh, good. At least from the pictures I saw, I was like, okay, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. There are a lot of couples in 90 Day Fiance who do make it, though. Like, Mm -hmm. I do want to be clear. The original show? In the original show, and even, I'm trying to think of if there's any in before the 90 Days that do make it. Um, But certainly in the original show, like, there's people having, like, their third kids right now. Um. Mm So, I mean, this one, I mean, I picked some not winners, but <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the purpose of the show too, to be like yeah. before the 90 days, like this is, these are ones that are the cautionary tale. <laughs> like don't do this. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. <laughs> okay. So would you guys ever do anything like this? No. <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't need anyone filming me. <laughs> yeah. No. Would they you would like to... date somebody in a different country? If I had actually met them in real life. <laughs> Define like real I... life. Because, I mean, you haven't I... met Anders in real life. That's true. I have not, Anders. I've met Flo. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> met each other. Yeah, I've never of met either of you in met real Anders, life. Which is I mean, at least we've like seen each other, though, and we've spent years together now. <laughs> so we at least. Know I know, but like, well. <laughs> if a camera crew was here right now, people would be like, these people are crazy saying they've known each other for years when like, they've never met. But like, that is kind of just the state of our life, like, yeah. and our generation. And I think you can absolutely form like meaningful bonds or relationships yeah. with people without having like met in person. But mm-hmm. no, it, it, I don't think I would ever do this. I... <laughs> I don't I don't want to travel like over an hour to like meet anybody on a day I don't need flights involved <laughs> you are so funny I just I'm want, sorry. I, I would like like it's a local thing like hey somebody here well I, here's the thing like also maybe like you just want to live where you live like yeah, if you want to stay true. in Connecticut like 
it's mm-hmm. tricky to date somebody not in Connecticut. Yep. This is true. Yep. Like I would probably date someone who was from Europe because I would love to move to Europe. <laughs> right. So there's That's a show for true. that, Colleen. Yeah. It's called 90 Day the Other Way. No, Flo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hook you up. So obviously I would do something like this. <laughs> you would be a sensation. That would be, would be amazing. Amazing. Uh I mean, obviously, like, I'm in a long-distance relationship right now. Like, it's not in a different country, but it might as well be other side of the country. Um, went there without having met him. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, yeah, I would totally do this. I think the hardest part is time zones and time difference. Yeah. Like, that's really mm-hmm. tricky to spend, like, meaningful time. Like, a lot of my family's in France. Actually, yeah. like, most of my family's in France right now. So there's like a very small window where we can talk and, you know, really do anything meaningful together. Um, So, I mean, that's tricky, but like, I mean, like we just said, like a large portion of our friend group has like never met in person and yet Mm -hmm. like we're very close. And so I don't see like why this wouldn't work. I think the issue here- It could work. Yeah, it absolutely could. could. I think the the issue- is like a power dynamic situation too, because yeah. it's like, I think the whole visa and like citizenship thing kind of colors yeah. a lot of what's happening here. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys were much older than the women they were dating. Yeah. That doesn't always happen in this particular season. It definitely was. And there's mm-hmm. usually like one couple where there's like a significant age gap. And but that like, can work too. But in this, it just seemed really skeezy. What's funny is that like, in quite a few couples, there's like older women and younger yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can think of like two or three, like off the top of my head, where in night before the 90 days, like it's an old white lady and like young brown or black men. And then like on the flip side, we get a lot of older guys and like young Filipino girls. Yeah. The Filipino and Thai girls are like a hot commodity and it feels yeah. very like skeezy. Like sex trady and gross. Very. Yeah. And like like a that's weird like ugh. kink thing. Mm-hmm. Which like if that's your shit, mm-hmm. fine. But like maybe let's not prey on like extremely young Thai girls. Yeah. Yeah, let's not do that. Although, I mean, spoiler, but like one couple that like I never thought would fucking work from before the 90 days is still together. Like, and they've been married for several years. And I was like, you're the most disgusting human I've ever seen in my life. He's like, I mean, he must have been near 60. I think she was 24. And he like had no money, nothing, like nothing to offer her, like moved her here. I think again to Kentucky into like a dilapidated firehouse because he couldn't even afford an apartment. And like, they're together. They're together. That's so. like a Stockholm syndrome situation. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> like, just weird. Honestly, if you ever want some joy in your life, watch these episodes. Her name is Annie. I forget what his name is, but he had to like get her a water buffalo for her family for her dowry. And watching him like run after a water buffalo is honestly the most enjoyable <laughs> thing. I'm, I'm here for that. I am. I'm not gonna lie. I might, I might look that up on YouTube. White American guy, David. I think his buffalo. name's David. I think it's David and Annie. <laughs> oh, Annie girl. Like, honestly. <laughs> some crazy and then he's got this friend I'm like totally going off topic because this is not even in the season but he has like this skeezy friend who like gives him money and like pays for everything and the friend is like 
so Annie, like, do you give Thai massages? And it's like, you're Ooh. fucking gross. That's Stop fucking it. disgusting. 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 Okay, so like, would you go on a reality show? I don't know. Like, I'm a, my, because I do like the talent-based ones. I think they're really fun. Like Project Runway, I would oh, just go, I would yes. want to go and be in the audience. I think that would be That'd really, be really fun. But I'm a writer and that's really hard to televise. Mm, like yeah. any sort of writing competition would be like, are they going to do a reading? Oh my God, this is exciting. Like, <laughs> that would kind of be like, um, what was the one? They could do a writer's workshop though. They could film a writer's workshop because those things mm. get savage really mm-hmm. quickly. You could do that or you could do like a, uh, almost like Project Greenlight. Yeah. Like What's you were that? Like, that was the one that like Mark Wahlberg had where like it was, yeah, or Matt Damon had it. Mm. And it was just like trying to get like a script or something like picked up. Yeah. Oh, I have not seen that one. That one was pretty interesting, but that was like Hollywood insiders and a screenplay that was really good. I've never actually seen it. I just remember that it existed. (laughs) It did exist. It did exist. Uh, Would you, Anders? So I am personally, I am personally convinced that my brother and I could win the Amazing Race. Oh, that would be we so could ne- fun! We could never, pro- we probably would never be able to convince the producers to put us on the Amazing Race. But I think we have the exact right dynamic, like mm-hmm. know each other, each other's strengths, weaknesses, have that kind of competitive drive with each other yeah. that can we would you win both if we got drive. On. Yes, a stick shift. <laughs> yes. Most wow. important thing, can you, you both just drive? Won. <laughs> Yeah, you we could both drive one. stick, although I will say, so um, I got very annoyed that when I first went to college, my parents let my brother take my truck um, to his to his college. Um, and when I came back after like less than a year, it needed a new transmission because Ooh. he's he can't drive a stick that well. He can still do it. But wow, way to call him out. <laughs> I hope he if, listens to the pod. If you went with your sister, they'd probably say yes. Yeah, but she can't drive a stick. <laughs> That's why they would say yes. <laughs> they'd be like, okay, and now you both have to like switch places and drive the stick. Because I yeah. love that they, like you're, the people are smart about it. They make sure that at least one person knows how to drive stick. Mm-hmm. But then the producers were like, oh, they're catching on. We need to have challenges where both of them have to drive. And it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first season they did that and the teams were like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm convinced my brother and I would win the Amazing Race. You probably could. I love that. My brother and I would probably do pretty well because I I love traveling and I'm very organized and I've traveled a lot. And he is good at very meticulous things. So the meticulous challenges he would do really well Mm -hmm. at. And he's very strong. Like if we just needed to lift some shit, nice. anything sport related, I would have to do because he's not athletic. He's very strong. <laughs> he's not athletic. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. <laughs> I'm calling you out. But he's got like that military bearing and he just, he does well in a crisis. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be good. I think All, right. Be fine. <laughs> All right, Flo, other than 90 Day Fiance, which you have said you would do, what's another reality show that you would actually go on? I like have a very like inflated idea of my capabilities. <laughs> so <laughs> I like to think that I could go on like naked and afraid. <gasps> yes. But 
I 100% know I would tap out like day one and be like, there's bugs. So like, no, I'm not, I'm not interested. I think I could do survivor. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like they're not going to let you, you die know, there are bugs there too. I know, but like you're wearing clothing. Yeah. And the naked like, part, I would be you like, have a tarp mm-hmm. and I'm pale as fuck. Like we don't need to do that. Oh yeah. You would burn like cray cray. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. So I think I could do survivor. I, I would go on something like very short term for sure. Like wipeout or like, um, mm-hmm. the floor My is lava. wife did wipeout hey. and she got second place. Oh, how fun. Oh. See, I would totally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ninja yeah. warrior, do it flow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got to bulk up first a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know that I would do like that many dating shows like The Bachelor or anything like that. Like that's that's not really my jam. Mm-hmm. Maybe like Temptation. I, oh, I do like. What, do Love Island. I, I was going to say, I it sounds like you would probably do Love Island. Million percent, <laughs> one million percent do Love Island. You do The Circle. I think you'd do really well I on do the, the Circle. Oh, yeah, that's true. I would do that. Um, Big yeah. Brother seems a little what too. What was the other one? It was like the the too hot to handle i would Ooh. for sure do that one that was the one where they couldn't one... fuck right yeah I think so, like yeah. The, the jackpot goes down every time yeah, they like yeah, kiss yeah. or do anything yes sorry y'all the jackpot's going down clothes <laughs> like already kicked off there was one like i want to say 10 or 15 years ago where it was like a hot chick and a geeky guy that show i really liked it was it was wait it was called it was like Beauty, it was and the Beauty Geek, and the Geek. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. And it was actually really cute. And I think one of the couples is still together. But like, how would that work for the three of us? Because like, we're beautiful and geeky. So. <laughs> yeah, that that wouldn't work we for us. We just broke the mold. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, we could still sign up and be like, yes, we're just hot. And we That's don't right. know anything about stuff. And then they're like, we don't know Star shit Wars round. And we're like, yes. <laughs> You don't even have to um, quiz me. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'd be down. I'd be down for most of them, honestly. I do prod run, but I'm not good enough for prod run. So it's all right. I want to meet Tim God. I know that'd be so cool. Me too. So why do you guys think that people gravitate towards reality TV, like, or people like me? I guess I should say. Why do you think I gravitate <laughs> towards reality TV? I think it's how you relax. Like it's how you unwind I think a lot of people's like to watch them because they can imagine themselves in the situation and they can imagine themselves doing better in the situation than these other people who are fucking up royally these fools these total utter fools just yikes oh he just yikes and it's like it's slice of life accelerated like these are real people oh a lot of times I think like my mom has a really hard time watching fictional series if they're fantasy or sci-fi because she just can't connect with something that's from a world that isn't ours and so she does better with uh Anders put me on watching Grantchester I'd been putting it off for a really long time and I started to watch it and I was like mom you would actually like this we can watch this together it's a BBC show and it's really cute and also a lot darker than I was expecting it's really dark but it's very good she loves those kind of shows she'll watch Jane Austen with me and I think, and that's another whole can of worms for people being shitty to each other. I think it's just that people want an escape, but they want it to seem like it's something they could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not too fantastical although it kind of is <laughs> this kind of stuff is like holy shit stranger than fiction for real yeah and it is enjoyable at times like some of the stuff was very was very interesting to watch especially i loved patrick i thought patrick and cameo should get married immediately Colleen is like the one person in this world who's like writing Patrick cameo fan fiction. She like stands them so hard. Like they were just really cute together and it seems like they co-parent really well. They do. Yeah, they do. But she's probably a little too good for him. I think she is. Maybe he's like really bad in bed. I don't know. Short King, please get your game on. Yeah, he he needs to for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, in addition to kind of everything you just said, I, I'm guessing the reason that shows like these keep keep going and can run for so many seasons, I feel like a lot of it's the rubber neck effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the, you can't, you can't look away from the train wreck. Nope. You really can't. Nope. Even shows like Trading Spaces. You would like, you would watch it just to see what batshit stuff the designers would do for these poor people's houses. Yes. And the reactions of the families, like, uh, you made my room look like a cemetery. (laughs) Why did you do Well, you said you love Halloween. It's your favorite holiday. Exactly. I really don't want, I really don't like bright colors. Okay, we're going to go neon orange. Yeah. Exactly. I hate brown. That is one of my favorite memories. I hate brown. The entire fucking room is brown. The, the woman gets home and all she says is, I hate brown. <laughs> she like storms away. I remember there was an episode of that. Oh, yeah. I think it was one of the first episodes of that show I ever saw. And the lady said, we're going to brighten up the room by painting it black. Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that show, I do remember that show. I, I did watch that show for a little while. Um, I just learned that yellow equals warm. Mm. Yes. Anytime they say warm. we're gonna make it really warm, it's yellow. Blue is serene. <laughs> and cool. Like blue is very cool. Red is like if you want some attention on a space. Yeah. Which is I why think... you do not see a lot of red. <laughs> My parents have a red wall in their house. Ooh, bold. They're, they are bold people. Bold. They are very bold. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I watch a lot of reality TV. Not, I actually really don't watch a lot. Like, I know people who watch a ton more. I pretty much stick yeah. to 90 Day. Mostly, like, for me, it's a comfort watch and at this yeah. point, a rewatch for a lot of it. I don't have to, like, pay attention to it. You can have I, it on. Yeah, it's just on and I can, like, disassociate a little bit and just be like, oh, okay, I just watched an episode and now it's nine o'clock and I can go to bed. Bye. So <laughs> that's that's pretty much it for me. But also, yeah, it is a train wreck and it's hard to look away. So are you guys going to watch more of this? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to watch the clip I just sent you via text. Of I am Swimming. going to watch the clip you just sent me. Um, if it was on, like if somebody wanted to watch it, I wouldn't say no. I'd be like, yeah, fine. I will watch yeah. this. I don't normally, but I can get into this like craziness that's going on on the screen for a while. Um, it just wasn't relaxing for me. I felt anxious the entire time, which I do that's not fair. like. And not... I get anxious watching other shows like Suspense and like Game of Thrones, but it was a different kind of anxious. <laughs> this is more like, oh my God. Um, it was like watching Never Been Kissed, the Drew Barrymore movie mm-hmm. where she is having a flashback and she's going to prom with the hot guy and they throw eggs at her. That is what this felt like for me. And I hate watching that scene so much. 
Um, it's just like, oh my God, <laughs> I just got very cringy. These people are idiots, first of all. They're all like, yeah. I know you people are probably smarter than this, but you're all making terrible emotional decisions, which is very realistic. Like reality TV, yes, there is drama and it is a lot of times made up drama, except the machete mugging. You can't make that shit up like that. Okay, can we yeah. talk about do, that though? For yeah, a we second? actually need to talk about the machete. We mugging. do need to talk about that, but yes, about it, this was mugging. way too stressful for me to continue watching. Okay, so I have watched. So let's just back up. There's mm-hmm. in the scene where Paul tells Karini that he has been accused of arson, has gone to jail, that she deserves better than him. He then proceeds to run away. In run a, away to run away after we have been told this is a very dangerous area which okay also why are they roller skating in a very dangerous area i don't know um so he runs away he like goes into the woods and threatens to like throw himself into the amazon Mm -hmm. she is like trying to pull him back he's like no like leave like leave me alone like go away so she like ends up walking back she's like fuck this guy like honestly ridiculous so she's walking back with best decision she makes the cameraman with the cameraman and we assume a producer yeah um and all of a sudden this guy comes up with a machete and asks i mean doesn't ask isn't like may i please but it's like give me your phone she gives him her phone and he like runs away with his machete i have watched this scene i mean probably 30 times the police um, chase him right and shoot him yeah well i uh or they shoot, they shoot something. <laughs> there is a, so a shot goes off in the woods. The police ends up coming. A shot goes off in the woods. We don't know if she ever like gets her phone back or whatever. We, I would assume not. Um, And we don't actually know who gets shot or what happens. Like that's never really brought up. But like the more I watch this, the more she does not seem scared enough mm. for mm. it to have been not staged. Maybe she was in shock. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. And she, it might have happened to her before. Yeah. That's also true. Or it's true. an occurrence and she's like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. Plus her dad's that's a cop. True. Yeah. So he might have told her, like, just give, give your stuff to them. Mm. Yeah, maybe. But I don't the know. producer sure, or the cameraman sure seems shocked as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this part. It is like one of the more crazy Iconic. parts of 90 Day Fiance ever. <laughs> it's just insane. Mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I don't know and then like i i would just like never speak to paul again like i don't know why she speaks to paul oh yeah i have no idea i'd be like you left me to be mugged goodbye mm-hmm. idiot and threaten yeah. to kill yourself like yeah mm. yeah andrews you're gonna keep watching right that's a hell no for me <laughs> um <laughs> i just <laughs> I, I just don't really enjoy watching this sort of tv that much this conversation has been hilarious I will yes. say. Um, but I'm glad I watched it. I, I am, am kind of glad I watched it. it. But at the same time, this is actually the same reason I don't actually like a lot of the episodes of The Office. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't enjoy watching cringe cringe stuff. It just, not for me. Not, not what I like to do to unwind. <laughs> That's fair. Feel, I'm too anxious. Like, just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't know if it's because I'm a Virgo, but like, this kind of anxiety like makes me feel so good like it's like dopamine it's just like man i'm so much better than you people it's unbelievable <laughs> like no matter how I do have that feeling. my life is like i'm a tourist so i'm just like game. no mm. <laughs> i just want to sit in my field and sleep and eat and be happy. no 
I just want to have like an air of superiority over people all the time. It's just great. (laughs) I just love it. Also, like, I really got my boyfriend into this. (laughs) That makes me laugh so hard. I made him watch a season of just regular 90 day. An excellent season, by the way. And then we watched this season. And today, this morning, he admitted to me that he started watching the next season because he needs to know what happens to Darcy. (laughs) So... I mean, I, it's just like an enjoyable thing to like talk about with people. Like this has been so lovely and it is more fun to watch with people too. So yes, if you ever come over, we can watch an episode. It'll be great. (laughs) I did. We watched the circle when I stayed with you and that was fun because I could never, I could never watch it by myself, but when you watch with people and you're just laughing, yeah, you're just razzing people on your screen. Yes. At the absurdity, like the actual absurdity of what's happening. So fun. If you Maybe guys ever want to see a train wreck on 90 Day Fiance, look up the season with Anfisa. Anfisa is the craziest Russian lady that you will ever see. So that's my plug for everybody who's watching this. Go watch Anfisa. Um, also, she's really hot. So like if you're into tits, like go watch Anfisa. Nice. Anders is like, oh, okay. Sounds, sounds all right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I didn't pick a season with very hot girls for you. I'm sorry. I mean, Abby Carini, pretty. Abby's pretty. Karini is pretty. <laughs> yeah, but not like, not in FISA. Darcy in the photos that she put on her dating profile looked pretty. You mean when she was like 20? Yeah, like 20 yeah. years ago. <laughs> Courtney That's... could be pretty. She just kind of has like a lazy eye situation going on. It like really bothers me. She had resting bitch face real. She, yeah, she definitely does. I think she's probably a very sweet girl. Yes. Yeah. I think she is too. I and think she's a sweet girl. She obviously was not used to the the European concept of nudity. Yeah, she yeah, was that weirdly was a whole prudish. Weird thing. That he was, was weird. He was right. Like they barely showed anything. That was not porn. That is like I'm a European ad. model. Yeah, he's a European model. That is pretty much what they do. That's Could have like been a an yogurt ad for a grocery ad. store. I yeah. was gonna say it's yogurt, like for real. <laughs> when she was flipping out about it I'm like this is obviously not a visual medium but there's a picture of this guy he's a model and he's like holding handcuffs it's like a 50 shades of gray sort of like picture but like you don't see anything he's just like sitting in a chair yeah like a hundred percent that could have been a yogurt ad where it's like yeah tie your vitamin d to your calcium (laughs) (laughs) like Spain and Italy are very sexually forward especially for men there's and France tits too. and like every yogurt yeah. ad. Oh yeah, there's boobs everywhere. <laughs> For real, everywhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Literally everywhere. They'll be like, buy our cheese, buy our bread. Here's our boobs. <laughs> buy insurance. <laughs> hey, what boobs works works. Good. Insurance good. All right, y'all. I think that is where we are going to leave this one for today. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Come back again next time. I love it so much. Uh, other forced mm-hmm. fandom episodes to look forward to. Colleen mm-hmm. will finally get us to watch anime with My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. I also get these two to engage with one of my favorite sci-fi shows of all time, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. We'll also be taking a look in the coming weeks at some other content that we think is way better than it has any right to be. Mm-hmm. Like so, this. this This is exactly as good as i thought it would be shut the hell up (laughs) 
So whether you listen to us at a podcast on our YouTube page, hit that follow button and leave us a five-star review. Check out our website, bohemiangeekstudies.com. Check out all of our episodes. Enjoy Colleen's Book Corner, where she reviews Star Wars Lit. And give us a shout out through via email or social media. As always, keep telling other nerdy knights to come and join us. It really helps. You can also find Colleen and I over at the Yet Another Star Wars podcast feed. We recently wrapped up our coverage of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we are gearing up for the new series Andor and The Return of the Bad Batch, both of which I am ridiculously hyped for. Andor is just looking better and better. (laughs) Yeah, he is. (laughs) But until next time, be careful not to get catfished and keep those episodes streaming. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Wear a condom when you swim. (laughs) Full body condom. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.